The tweet of the day from Jeff Ross. In whom do you trust? Hashtag lunatics. Do Quan. Ethereum hodlers. Vitalik Buterin. U.S. dollar proponents. The Federal Reserve. Bitcoiners. No one. What is going on in the market and with Luna? That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, May 11, 2022. I'm recording this at 11.26 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. I want to just get the bad news out of the way. Let's just get into those crypto prices, our coin of the day, and then we're just talking Luna. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Bitcoin is sitting at $31,240. It's pretty much even in 24. It's down 20% in seven. Ethereum is at $2,300 even, down 1.7% in 24, down 19% in seven. Tether's number three at a dollar. Surprise, stablecoin. USDC is number four at a dollar. Now that's a stable coin. BNB is number five at 296, down almost 7% and 24% in seven. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Solana, BUSD, and Dogecoin sitting at nine cents, down 18% in 24 and 30% in seven. And if you're sitting at the number 10 spot and you're down 30%, you know what the market's looking like. Total market cap, we're at 1.36 trillion. A BTC dominance of 43.7 and an F dominance of 20.4. The whole crypto space is down 4.7% in 24. Terra USD, since we're going to be talking about it, is sitting right now at 51.3 cents, down 43% in 24. Its low, however, was just below 30 cents. And Terra Luna right now is at $2.62, down 90% in 24. Its high in 24 was $32, and its all time high was just around a month ago at $120. And its all-time low was set just a little bit ago at 83 cents. We're going to get into all of that in a little bit. But now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is Lido Dow, ticker LDO, rank number 87 on coin market cap. Its price is $1.67. It's down 21.2% today. Its current market cap is $522.4 million. Fully diluted market cap is $1.6 billion. 31% of LDO is in circulation. All-time high price for LDO was $18.62. It was set six months ago. It's down 90% since then. Its all-time low was one year ago at $0.50. Cents. It's up 256% since then. You can buy LDO on Binance, Gate.io, Gemini, Bybit, Kraken. So what is LDO? LDO is a liquid staking solution for Ethereum. Later lets users stake their ETH with no minimum deposits or maintaining of infrastructure while participating on on-chain activities like lending, compounding returns. LDO is a native token that's used for granting governance rights to the Lido DAO, managing fee parameters and distribution, and governing the addition or removal of Lido node operators. And that's Lido DAO, rank number 87 on CoinMarketCap, ticker LDO.
Moving into the only headline today, and this reporting comes from Coindesk. Luna fell to almost 83 cents at the time of writing, depegging Terra USD from the dollar and contributing to waning sentiment among traders for Luna. Selling pressure on Luna comes as this parent foundation issued 43 million tokens in the past day to maintain the UST pegs with the US dollar. The price action represents one of the biggest drops for a major cryptocurrency. Remember, the price of Luna has dropped over 90% today alone. All-time high for Luna was just shy of $120, and that was just a month ago. Meanwhile, while all this is happening, suicide helplines are being posted on Terra Luna's Reddit forum. Look, this is bad. A lot of people aped into Luna big. And if they didn't sell, they are really, really panicking. And this is me now. Really quick, I want to talk about stablecoins. I want to talk about algorithmic stablecoins and what the problem is. And, well, there's a lot of news being passed around on Twitter, tweets, rumors. I'm going to put it all to you right now. Okay, but first, let's talk about the stablecoins. Now, stablecoins are stablecoins because usually they're pegged to a dollar an asset. And if you're like USDT or USDC or BUSD, they have the backing of the US dollar. Well, I don't know about BUSD, to be honest with you. But USDC and USDT, you have $1 in the bank for $1 of issued of a stablecoin. And that's very easy because if you have the liquidity, you can maintain the peg. And once people use the stablecoins or sell the stablecoins, you have the dollar match to back it up. It stays in equilibrium, which is why it's a stablecoin. So let's talk algorithmic stablecoins. And they have a different method than just, you know, $1 to one stablecoin. They are pegged to an asset in the reserves used to maintain the peg. And this is why Do Kwan, by the way, Do Kwan is spelled now KO'd backwards. Coincidence? Interesting, yeah? Do Kwan, now KO'd. Anyway, this is why he bought $4 billion in Bitcoin. And so when UST lost his peg, he had to liquidate Bitcoin to maintain the peg. So basically, he was selling Bitcoin to put liquidity into the stablecoin to keep the stablecoin at a dollar. So really quick, let's consider a couple of things. Let's look at this and just kind of like do a thought process. Let's look at the market cap of an algorithmic stablecoin. You know, it's easy to keep a peg if the market cap is low. I mean, we can make an algorithmic stablecoin right now with a $100 market cap and just basically keep the peg with our bank account. But imagine the liquidity you need if the market cap of that stablecoin is $10 billion, $20 billion, $50 billion. USDT right now is like $80 billion. You need liquidity if that peg slips, masses amount of liquidity to make sure that peg stays. Now let's talk about liquidity. What does liquidity mean? It means that at a drop of a dime, you're going to have to be able to make that asset liquid at a drop of a dime, cross markets, and use that liquidity to prop up your stablecoin. And it gets really hard when you're talking about these different assets and a huge amount of money. Now look what happens when you have billions of dollars in Bitcoin reserves. <laughs> you need to sell your Bitcoin for liquidity. And that turns into a house of cards where billions of dollars are liquidated and then the price drops. Suddenly then, paper hands panic sell or longs get liquidated and it drops the market until the next level of the house of cards falls and so on. Now, let's look at something with a different market cap. Maybe not the, I guess, size of Bitcoin where it's still, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars. Let's talk about an altcoin. Let's maybe talk about Luna when it's only billions of dollars, not hundreds of billion dollars. It's billions of dollars. What happens when you need to start selling Luna to create that liquidity to make sure that your stablecoin is backed up and propped up and maintained stable? Well, the levels of the house of cards fall even quicker because you sell it, the price of Luna goes down, panic selling happens and continues and so on and so on and so on. 
Now let's talk about like what is an algorithm in stablecoin good for. Let's talk about what a stablecoin is good for. A stablecoin, in my opinion, is to be stable. It needs to be pegged for a dollar. You use it as an escape from the market. You use it as to hold your cash in the digital asset space so you can ape back into the market if you want or take a break when things get a little too hairy. You do not want your stablecoin going up and down. And if you do want your stablecoin to go up and down, then there must be a reason for it. Is it arbitrage? Are you trying to game the market? Are you trying to have this multifaceted, very complex system so you can make money? I don't know. What do you think? Email me. I got an email yesterday from Ryan Munn from Interchain. And he says, hey, Matt, stablecoins are just teaching us that U.S. dollars is not even stable, though we perceive it so. Imagine you had 20 years of history experiencing 30% swings and you always come back to one. That would make anybody a capable saver and trader. Algorithmic stablecoins today are simply the beginning of a learning curve in our faith development. My portfolio is in the tank too, but it doesn't concern me at the moment. No, Ryan. <laughs> no. Again, please let me know what you think, Matthew Aaron, Decrypt SEO. We cannot keep having this happen. We can't see that algorithmic stablecoins, and we've had history of this, multiple stablecoins in air quotes stablecoins, have been moving from $3 to $0.50 cents, while saying that they're stablecoins and being pegged to the dollar. It is not a learning curve. It is beginning to be fraud. We see that these DeFi hacks and these DeFi schemes are getting hacked and billions and billions and billions of dollars of people's money is being lost. At this point, it's negligence. And yes, my portfolio is in the tank too. It doesn't concern me either. Don't worry. I've been through my ebbs and flows of this market many, many, many times. However, this UST, this Terra Luna situation, doesn't seem like an ebb and flow in my opinion. It seems like we should know better. Here's a tweet from Charles Hoskinson. So here's the word on the street on Luna. Now, obviously, this is all speculation and allegation. There is no factual confirmed truth to this, but I want to read it to you anyway. His tweet says, forwarded from Anna, BlackRock and Citadel borrowed 100,000 Bitcoin from Gemini. It appears in their loan book. They swapped 25,000 of that Bitcoin to UST. This was an all done quality in anticipation of the attack. When the time was right, they called up Do Kwan at Terra Foundation and said they wanted to sell a lot of their Bitcoin for UST. As it was a large trade, they told him they didn't want to move the market and asked if he would like to buy their large block of Bitcoin at a discount for UST. Do Kwan took the bait. He gave them a huge chunk of UST, thus lowering the UST liquidity significantly. At that point, BlackRock Citadel dumped all their Bitcoin and UST, causing a massive slippage and triggering a cascade forcing selling in both assets. The real problem was that BlackRock slash Citadel knew that Anchor, which holds a lot of Luna, was a Ponzi scheme. They offered 20% staking APY for Christ's sake. And this crash would trigger more withdrawals than Anchor could repay. These forced withdrawals and selling would trigger a massive sell-off in Luna, thus further breaking the $1 peg and wrecking the market further. BlackRock and Citadel can now buy Bitcoin back cheaply and repay the loan and pocket the difference. Meanwhile, billions of longs and Bitcoin VAR were wiped out. This was pure market manipulation. As always, I welcome your feedback. Please email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. What do you think of that? All links are in the show notes. So what is Dokkan saying to all of this? Well, he has a tweet around six hours ago explaining his thoughts. He says, Dear Terra community, I understand that the last 72 hours have been extremely tough on all of you. Know that I'm resolved to work with every one of you to weather this crisis, and we will rebuild our way out of this together. First, 
If you don't understand how terrorist peg stabilization mechanism works, here's a good overview. Link is in the show notes to this thread. It is number three in this thread. A review of the current situation, UST is currently trained at 50 cents, a significant deviation from its intended peg of a dollar. The price stabilization mechanism is absorbing UST supply, over 10% of total supply. But the cost of absorbing so much stablecoins at the same time has stretched out the on-chain swap spread to 40%, and Lunar price has diminished dramatically, absorbing. Before anything else, the only path forward is to absorb the stablecoin supply that wants to exit before UST can start repegging. There is no way around it. We propose several remedial measures to aid the peg mechanism to absorb supply. First, we endorse the community proposal, 1164, to increase base pool from 50 million to 100 million SDR, decrease pool recovery block from 36 to 18. This will increase minting capacity from 293 million to 1.2 billion. This should allow the system to absorb UST more quickly. More ideas will be discussed in the community forums at, link is in the thread, number eight. He continues to say, with current on-chain spread, peg pressure, and UST burn rate, the supply overhang of UST, bad debt, should continue to decrease until parity is reached and spreads begin healing. Naturally, this is a high cost to UST and lunar hodlers, but we will continue to explore various options to bring more capital to the ecosystem and reduce supply overhang on UST. As we begin to rebuild UST, we will adjust mechanisms to be collateralized. The Terra ecosystem is one of the most vibrant communities in the crypto industry, with hundreds of passionate teams building category-defining applications within. As long as these builders, TFL among them, continue to build, we will come out of this together. Terra's focus has always been orientating itself around a long-term time horizon, and other setbacks this May, similar to last year, will not deter the lunatics. Short-term stumbles do not define what you can accomplish. It's how you respond to them that matters. Terra's return to form will be a sight to behold. We're here to stay, and we're going to keep making noise. What are your thoughts? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer, and until tomorrow, good luck hodling, everyone.